Valhalla. <laughs> Sorry. Odin is with us! Yes, good you're listening to episode 15 of the weekly Assassin's Creed Valhalla podcast with a very nice intro from Jordan there. Do you want to do it again? <laughs> Valhalla at us on Twitter. My name is Jordan, Joe Raptor. I'm, of course, as always, joined by It's Jordan Does. Jordan, hey, how are you, man? I am doing fantastic. Jordan, did you hear the special news and the special Whoa. surprise this week? No. What's it about? Your predictions, right? There is a new Assassin's Creed coming out next year. Do you know the theme? China? No, it's Shrek themed, remember? Oh, oh <laughs> damn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. If you yeah, were to we, wear we're talk about leaked. this. Let's quickly talk about this for a second. I'm gonna bring up the story. Um I, I will be doing the intro in the meantime. So as always, we will be live every Saturday on your favorite podcast service. Um, you can listen to us on podcast services everywhere you get your podcast. Um, and you can also watch the show live on twitch.tv-raptor every Thursday where we live record and then afterwards do a post show with the chat. So if you watch it live, you maybe have some questions, you can uh, yeah, put them or like ask them after the show. And there's also a chance to like listen to that post show if you head over to the YouTube channel, Raptor, and then hit the join button next to the subscribe button, then you will be able to uh, support the show that way for $2 per month. You get access to the video version of the show that we also live record on Twitch and also the post show. And I want to thank Miha Radu, and I likely butchered that name. Jordan, hey, part of us. And uh, Bago Glaze. Yes. For becoming a Velociraptor member. And if you support the show for $5 per month. Um, yeah. That's really awesome. Then you get two days early access to the video version. The post show. Um, and just all that good stuff. So immediately after we live recorded here on Twitch. I want to thank DM Harold and Jura. For becoming a Raptor member there. If you cannot support it financially. No big deal. We already really appreciate everyone listening every week. Sending in questions or leaving a review. That's also something you can do. Just head over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast. I'm still, I'd still only think that Apple Podcasts does reviews. Just go there. Even if you don't have an iPhone, just ask your mom or your dad or someone else in your family who has an iPhone. Go to the podcast, leave a nice review. And then we will likely read it out loud here. Um, so we got a few reviews. Do you want to... Take it away, Jordan. Yeah, this one is just titled Jordan, which I think is very fitting <laughs> considering the facts. Uh, hey, guys. Love the podcast. Look forward to listening to it every week on my way to work. I had no idea Jordan was such a good-looking man. Which one? Keep <laughs> no. Up <laughs> you can't leave it hanging there. Maybe it's it's both. But was he listening or was he watching? You must be watching that. Could have been both. <clears throat> Excuse yeah. me. Briceps via Apple Podcasts in Australia. Thank you so much for your review, my friend. I appreciate it. Good luck at work. You know, I'm glad that uh, you're finding something to enjoy on your way there. Um, we'll go ahead and do um, this one. Informational and entertaining. Interesting. I love listening to this podcast while I'm at work. Oh, more work-related podcast reviews it really helps my day go by faster that's awesome I, that's always the best yeah, that's good. <laughs> it's really hyped me up for ac valhalla both you guys are fun and entertaining can't wait to watch your stream and check out jordan's valhalla builds hell yeah my man mm. thank you trev 1048 that's awesome from the us of a i'm still having trouble finding that leak that that, that you talked about but I'm, I'm getting there i'm getting there so, yeah, there was... Oh, wait. Yeah, I got it. I got it. So, over on 4chan, that's the place... Like, it's mostly bullcrap what you find there. But sometimes it turns out to be right. And that's why everyone is always like, hmm. Mm -hmm. So, now on 4chan, uh, someone posted a screenshot. Or actually, first, some information about Assassin's Creed 2021. Black Plague France is the setting. 
releasing 2021 will be cross-gen with a screenshot of someone like on a horse and i can like show it for the video version i'm gonna do it right here mm-hmm. um like as if he was like putting on a hood and uh yeah it looked pretty realistic right looked like a cartoon movie like a, an animated movie well turned out that it was shrek tree <laughs> like the first post <laughs> on the reddit um the reddit like is saying it's fake i've debunked it it's prince charming from shrek here's the link <laughs> user should be banned so i'm gonna like pull up the the real photo now of prince charming um and yeah it's like what what this person basically did is oh is uh um, just photoshopped the hood on prince charming no it's no no. Fantastic. i think he like made a made a screenshot when he was like i think prince charm is actually going to wear a hood but like he made it so that we could not see that it was prince charming um <laughs> yeah it's pretty bad if you if you uh, believe this I don't know, man. But yeah, it's still. It's pretty funny, though. 2021. I, I think You're because... still on the 2021 train, even after this little... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now I'm even more convinced. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, but Dylan, you like sent that... it to me on, on Twitter, and he said, Hello, Joraptor, this may be interesting, interested for you. I think he was, it, was yeah. like th- it was like <laughs> saying that because I, of course, like to cover stuff like this. Um, or no, it could be maybe I I associated with you because I thought it was funny because of your prediction for 2021, yeah, which yeah, you yeah. still married to it for sure. Yeah, so maybe was he was like, funny. "Hey, this might be interesting of you, or more maybe interesting for you because I don't believe it's going to be 2021, and you are like the only person I know that's going to be 20 who thinks it's going to yeah, be 2021." Imagine if you're right. Wow, that I'm hoping that you're not actually because I feel like then Valhalla will have like a. I feel like Valhalla won't get the full attention that I hope it gets if there's another game launch. I had had the same with Origins. Like after I I was, maybe I was still kind of done with Origins, but yeah, I was like playing it every day, and that game did not have any like it did not have the same post-launch as Odyssey, of course, and repeatable content. So mm-hmm. for Valhalla, that will obviously be the same uh, or like different. They will obviously like have way more stuff going on and a bigger post-launch, you would imagine. So yeah, I also wanted to, I think the Viking era is awesome. I don't want to like leave that immediately. Although by that point, we've likely spent hundreds of hours, but still, I think they could have, they could do so much cool stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I, I'm just looking, I'm like, covering ubisoft for like a very long time now i know they are like pretty predictable actually and if you just look at their Mm -hmm. upcoming games it's like they have no big franchise that could come out next in their next financial year so between april and march 2022 and the only one that's possible is assassin's creed and yeah i mean i don't think they are going to just release skull and bones beyond good and evil 2 and Maybe that Far Cry expansion, like a New Dawn type of thing for Far Cry 6. I just don't see it happen. So we will have to wait and see. But yeah. We will see. Maybe Ubisoft Forward will have two AC trailers. (laughs) Please buy the one this year. Oh, and by the way, next year we got another one coming. Pre-order already. That would be... I don't know, man. But I I also think that 2022 makes more sense because it would then be like next-gen only. It would make, make greater sense because in 2014, so one year after the PS4 and Xbox One, it was like they had Unity and Rogue because they saw, okay, not a lot of people or like, yeah, not enough people have like jumped to the next-gen console already. So we will still want something for the... For the previous generation and like skipping one whole year would make it so that they can already like go for the full next gen version because two years after launch more people have a ps5 and series x but yeah i think that that's i know i know this wasn't one of our topics so i'll be brief but <laughs> yeah, like yeah. um um i think that you're that's like the one part that maybe makes sense to me is that we're yeah. on the, it's another one of those next gen transition years 
where like maybe they are lining up just a a soul version just for like the new consoles to yeah, come yeah. out next year. I so hope that as well. That I, part's I, a little I think so. I think also that after Valhalla, they really have to like not reinvent it origins like, but really have to make it like. Because right now, people looking at, at Valhalla, and rightfully so, are seeing a lot of Odyssey animations, right? And stuff like that. And from Origins to Odyssey, we saw that as well. And I don't think you can have a game like that again. And looking at the previous Assassin's Creed games, obviously there are some elements that return. But there was always there were always like games like from Black Flag to Unity that had that significant jump. And I hope that the next Assassin's Creed ever Valhalla will also have that significant jump. But let's not forget, like, even if it was only on uh, PS4 and Xbox One, um, Unity still sold, like, a lot of copies. So, here, Mm -hmm. goes on sale and becomes one of the best-selling games worldwide. It's, like, the the thing that I'm, like, pulling up here. Like, people are also, like, these... The people that that buy a next-gen console, PS5 or Series X, they want... A true next-gen game and if you can deliver that especially as a screed game it tends to sell well but we will have to wait and see let's indeed go now to the topics of this video um, usually because that was also one of the feedbacks we got on earlier episodes I want to focus on mostly news that I usually don't really like cover a lot in videos so right now my videos are really focused still on what I saw at Ubisoft Ford and um, kind of some skills and just things you can better like showcase in action but since we like are kind of in this in-between moment and waiting for new news likely at Ubisoft Ford in September I want to still touch on those things because I actually like made some videos with some interesting things if I say so myself that I want to hear your take on as well so I even think if you already like watch the videos I still think it will be interesting to at least hear Jordan's take and we can go way more in depth on it right now because you actually got one prediction already right, but we will get to that. Um, let's start with um, my video about like the interview with the lead system designer, where I yeah. So I had this like full interview with him, thirty minutes. He told he told me a ton of interesting stuff, but like the these ty- these the topics that I chose for that video were were things that he could not really talk about yet, but he still gave some interesting hints and what we what we could expect. So one of the things was the arena that is sadly not returning. We already touched about uh, on that last week. But one of the things he also said is that they are planning something for legacy outfits. So in my video, I said this could go either way. This could be like lieutenants or really legacy outfits. Listening to that answer, um, what 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 did you take away from it? I his expression, you could tell. Like I don't know, it, it it seems like it's kind of a frustrating interview. Nothing against him or you. It's just more of like a. It almost seems like he's looking off camera to like a PR. Person yeah, yeah, he is. Like, yeah, for sure. Yeah, who's like, can I say that or not? And so, like, it seems like he just kind of like was. Um, so anyway, when it came to the legacy outfit answer, it seemed like he he was thinking of something and then like he could see how it could be seen as a legacy Great. outfit. So I could see, like you mentioned, it, there just wasn't enough details in it. But I could, with the fact that we have these Yom's Vikings, I could see them easily being like the legacy outfit is you can have Bayek as like someone who's a raider on your ship or something like that. Or mm-hmm. you can have... Yeah, like Altair or, or Connor or something like that. And um, that's kind of the extent. And then I think it'll be a lot like Odyssey in the sense where if we do get actual gear or like Ezio's hood or things like that, that we will likely get those much later uh, after launch. Um, yeah. Like so like kind of like Odyssey. Yeah. Mm. That's like, that's what my gut tells me from at least the way um i mean they are being very they're either hiding because there's not much or there's like big plans for post launch content that's like the biggest question mark right now which it kind of this bleeds into that a little bit yeah 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 i i like i just think that that it's just a cool surprise to reveal hey we have uh Ezio's outfit in the game if you then ruin it in an interview like this 
then when it actually happens, I think the surprise is less interesting because we already know about it. Yeah. So that's why I think his answer here was like more reassuring. Like, don't worry, we will still have stuff like that. But like I said, mm -hmm. for Odyssey, they saw and I still have like many theories about why we did not see legacy outfits in Odyssey like immediately. Um, but we saw that them doing legacy content can mean different things than, than only the outfit. So that's why I'm still not like 100% sure that there will be actual outfits. You could also say, he would have said maybe no legacy outfits, but we got something else planned. Like that was something you could have said as well. But he, yeah, he did say we have something planned for that. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, but I, I still think it's good to know. Like, I think that that is also... We, we talked about it before the podcast. Like you said, November is going to be crazy. And we, of course, discussed it here before. Cyberpunk is launching two days uh, after Valhalla. And, of course, um, uh, wait, uh, Call of Duty just yeah, got revealed for, yeah, for November 13th. So, basically, Valhalla is being sandwiched between two of the biggest games of the year. And Valhalla is obviously one of those big games as well. What if they... Crazy theory right here. Maybe that's my prediction. I'm going to say it already. Ooh, what if they do an Ezio outfit for the first week only? So if you buy Valhalla in the first week, you can get the Ezio outfit. That's kind of something they did for Odyssey in a way as well. But now you have to buy the game and then get it for free. So that way they can still like secure day one sales. because And also like have SS Creed fans that might be like... I'm going to buy the game later and now be like, I'm going to get it already and then uh, play it maybe later after I finish Cyberpunk or Call of Duty or something. I mean, I don't want to see that, but like that could be an interesting... T like th That is what Assassin's Creed is going for it versus a Cyberpunk, this whole legacy, right, of all those games people are familiar with the franchise. Of course, people know CD Projekt Red, but Cyberpunk in general is not as like well-known as Assassin's Creed. Mm -hmm. I guess like the only like thing that would help too, in my opinion, would be like if they could really sell the Viking experience up front because people are entering cyberpunk waiting to immerse themselves in this city um, and experience that whole cyberpunk feeling. And like um, I think it's up to Valhalla to kind of like compete with that and be like, you also want to experience this amazing Viking world too. So mm -hmm. um, that's like a big challenge for them is to try to, because I've been seeing a lot of streamers and new players to the game um, talking about Valhalla, seeing the trailers and stuff and people who haven't played Assassin's Creed games going, Oh, that's interesting. I think I'm going to return to it, but they're all saying they're going to pick it up six months later. Yeah, yeah. It's cheaper yeah, and try it out. But and that, that's what happened with Odyssey in a way as well. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm not sure of like six. Yeah, I, 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 I will likely say that I think more people will join in in the Christmas like for this game because it will yeah. likely be 30 bucks or something or half the price already. It also does depend on like how well Cyberpunk meets expectations. It's definitely one of the most hyped games. I'm excited for it. I'm mm -hmm. going to play it. But like, is it like if it's anywhere near underwhelming, like there's a good yeah. chance people will, could be like jumping to other games pretty quickly mm -hmm. after that. Week. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's right. That's right. But yeah, that, that just maybe, maybe that, that will be my prediction. I'm going to sit on it a little bit, but um, we will of course mm -hmm. do predictions at the end of the show, but I, I think that would actually be a, a nice way to do it. But, one of the reasons I think they did not do it in Odyssey is because of the uh, item packs. Because, yeah, people maybe they prefer to run around in Ezio's outfit than in a item pack like a Valhalla or like Thor outfit or whatever they're gonna sell. So maybe they will wait and we will just. I think personally, I think they will do the Joms Vikings before the legacy outfits. That that's. Uh, I think we're mm. like both agreeing on that then, right? Yeah, that would be fun because I'm assuming your Yom's Viking, 
this could be an assumption, but it seems like they will be associated to your village. So it'd be kind of fun to go back and see like settlements. Yeah, yeah, they, they are. Yeah, they are living in your settlements. Yeah. Yeah. So like you could have, yeah, like Bayek uh, living in your settlement. I just need a Cassandra in a suit. <laughs> Yum's Viking. Yeah, that's all I have for I mean, we already have a Cassandra look-alike. If you watch that overview trailer, we, we see her at some point at, like, the, the table. So uh, maybe she's That's already true. there. No, it's confirmed that it's not Cassandra, but she looks like it. She looks way too much like it. Um, okay, let's move on. Um, we also learned, we kind of figured this, but I want to, like, quickly touch on it. There will be repeatable content during the end game, so... It will not be like Origins, where you kill everything and then the world is just empty. It will be more like Odyssey or likely even more than Odyssey. And it should be linked to the post-launch as well. So I totally think this means that maybe we have a weekly raiding target that we have to do or something like that. That would be uh, mm-hmm. that would be cool. Again, I'm just waiting for that post-launch content trailer. But I think it will be like mm-hmm. end of October before we see that. So... Uh, you don't think there's they're not going to mention anything in September with this forward event? Oh, no, sure. They they will. We can actually do that next week, I think, because by the time by that time I think it would be nice to finally know uh, the 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 event then we can like maybe do some predictions again. But I think uh-huh. the post launch is something they do near the end. Like normally those post launch content trailers are 2 weeks before launch. So I think that is when we uh, when we see it. And uh, because it's like for DLC that it's coming after launch. So already talking about it here while the game is not like close to being out yet doesn't really make a lot of sense. So, yeah, Mm -hmm. I expect that a little later. And they, of course, also have Watch Dogs. And I expect like a post-launch content trailer for that earlier. So I think this September event will be on the settlement. I think they will really show that because we're like less than three months away and we haven't seen the settlement in like any gameplay sort of form so Mm -hmm. that's my bet want to move on (laughs) or what what do you want to see repeatable content for for what what do you think well there's a lot i i just don't know enough i guess about like the settlement because like i feel like there's a lot of ways you could head with repeatable content with the arena not being there that makes me a little sad for Mm -hmm. like because i've always for odyssey origins odyssey and now valhalla i've always wanted that kind of like sandbox arena experience where you can really like push the combat to however you want so that you can just play around and uh, tweak around but i'm just one man and that's not uh, Mm -hmm. always something that they want but and i believe like a weekly rating target makes a lot of sense to me the thing that's going to be a challenge is these alliances like once you get them are they like locked in forever i think that's the case because what was nice about odyssey was it gave the illusion of like a living world right where like entire regions would flip without you realizing like you would go and turn north greece into like um spartan or athens territory you'd go off do another story and then you'd look back up and all of a sudden it flipped again and you'd be like, oh, I, have, I don't know, whatever motivation you wanted. Like, all right, I'm going to go flip those regions now back to uh, mm-hmm. that sense of living world, I think led to a lot of um, people kind of sticking around a little bit more. So I don't know. I don't think the alliances, what do you think? Do you think the alliances like, will? I think they're story they're, related. They're, so yeah they're generated by stories so you can't like redo the maybe you can redo the stories but you're not gonna like break an alliance and then yeah but we don't know what the impact is like so far we've only heard kind of pr talk about it and i just don't know like it what was the alliance like was what we did during that ubisoft 4 demo in alliance as well like we were helping this this king oswald and at the end he was like happy and i don't think it could have gone any other way like i i know they said that you could like forge alliance with different different groups and choose to maybe engage in that but maybe they just mean hey there's an alliance that's like a side story go go chase it but you do not have to do it for the for the main uh for the main mission like i just don't know if we know a lot about it what i think 
will like I don't think there will be like um it would also suck if you had like an alliance with an with a with a with like a faction and then that region the region of that faction is just like everyone is like friendly right I don't think like that would really Yeah, I don't think that would yeah. suit the game real well. So I totally think Well, there's that... still going to be like bandits and stuff, but yeah. Yeah, but I'm not sure if they respawn actually. Like uh that's not something I've I've tried, but like There I... has to, they have to respawn because like all on they're going to miss something cuz all the marketing centered around weapon customability, all these new skill sets, all these new enemy types, and if you like confront an enemy and defeat him once and then that's it like that kind of is in direct conflict with the whole idea mm -hmm. of like the most enemy types and like the strategy yeah, yeah, yeah. for fighting them, I think, no i you know? i totally agree and we we did not like even in origins only the captains did not respawn so it's still like the 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 easier targets respawned but that was also because sometimes a side mission that you did not do the first time around would lead you back to the same fort. And it would be weird if then the fort was like empty. But since the quests are kind of different now, I'm not sure what I think will happen. Because also looking at history, right? The Vikings at one point lost. But I think there was this ongoing war all the time. So what if after the main story, we will just be in this ongoing war mode where the Saxons attack the forts that we took over? So... So that maybe during the main story, everything just dies and then like and just not respawns. But then at some point you hit like the end game, you finish the main story. Then you go in this ongoing war mode where you're constantly like fighting Saxons who are like retaking some of the forts that you took during the main mission. And they have to retake them. Maybe that's something they're doing. Um, mm -hmm. but yeah, that's all speculation. It's kind of hard to see but i totally think it will be we've heard many rumors before this game was revealed that it would be like shadow of war type of thing where instead of attacking we would be defending and i think that would be pretty cool to use these raid locations again it would really suck if these assaults that we we saw during ubisoft forward event were like one-time activities as well because those are awesome to do and if we just have a few of them throughout the main story and then never again that would be a missed opportunity, I think, as well. So I feel like they they're gonna have to have two versions. Like I get having a very tailored uh, assault experience, like that's anchored to a storyline, and I get that not being repeatable. But at the same time, like having a I don't know a dumbed down version, or not dumbed down, but like a less narrative driven experience for an assault that is repeatable, I think is well within the possibilities of yeah. uh, the game launch. We will see, man. How are we already 30 minutes in? <laughs> <laughs> is talking... So the skills. Yay. Um, Let's talk about, about the this? skills. Okay. How about I say which one I like the most? Yeah, no, I know which list. one, but do you have your prediction uh, with you? I'll, uh, I'll work on that. Okay. Um, if you want to say what your favorite skill okay. is of the ones you've listed. I want to like quickly go over them. So for people who, okay. who don't know, like if you haven't watched my video yet, totally do so because I showcase these skills all in action and kind of talk more about it. But um, I think my favorite is the first one we have on the dock here and the first one I show in the video, the heavy dual wield. Like you can dual wield like two heavy weapons. So normally we of course have spears and heavy axes and stuff like that, that you can just, like, you have to use two uh, two hands for that. In Valhalla, there is a skill. It really reminds me, I'm not sure if you played World of Warcraft by any chance, but there was also a warrior skill where at some point you could, like, use two two-handed weapons, and it was really pretty powerful. Well, in Valhalla, you have that as well. What I really like is that, apart from the two-handed, like, axe that you have in one hand, you can also have a one-handed weapon. So... This skill suddenly opens up way more possibilities than were possible before. Normally you have one spear, now you could have a spear and another spear. Like two freaking spears in one, in one, like in one loadout. Or a heavy axe and a spear, a one-handed axe and a, a spear in the offhand. Like there are so many possibilities with just one skill. What, what I want to hear your take on... This will alter the stats and handling of each weapon. 
So that's what they noted. So you can dual wield with heavy weapons. This will alter the stats and handling of each weapon. I thought that was interesting. So what do you take mm -hmm. take of that? What do you think that means? I think it's just they're going to probably just get like a 10 or 20% nerf. Like, like that's the best way I could think about yeah, it. Yeah, because I, I don't know really how the stats work where it's like because you're not using both your hands to like drive an axe down and it's one hand you'll just get like yeah like a 10 percent decrease on yeah. either one but yeah um, and also because like, it's like way more powerful than like having two two-handed weapon two one-handed weapons if you like just yeah. look at the base stats yeah i'm also like interested in all the different if they created unique animations for it um Oh yeah, because you know, like same thing with Odyssey, like um, depending on what weapon type you had and what combo you used, like you can see here, there's like a big AOE attack. If for anyone who's listening, they're showcasing a spear with a a, a large axe. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Avor spins around, and it looks like it does like a pretty massive AOE attack for with a spear and an axe, which looks pretty. Yeah, yeah, it, it really looks like they that they worked on combos for having both weapons and that's insane to me like that's so much like if you're if you yeah. do not unlock this skill you're like missing out on a big part of the combat it feels and that's so awesome mm -hmm. yeah i'm so yeah. showcasing the gameplay from my video but again you can watch the video or uh, as well yeah the heavy the heavy dual wield like I, I'm excited for that one. I, I'm honestly, when it comes to combat and things like this and builds, I'll repeat it again. The thing I'm most excited for is like the the archetypes or the play styles, like seeing all these different combos and coming up with different fun ways to like finding out what that, um, the way you like to play. And like everyone's going to find something different. That's what's going to be pretty fun. Like we all will probably find like you probably likely found already one of the first OP animations with that axe just chopping oh, real quick. But they are still tweaking and, that though. Because that's also yeah. an interesting thing. Like your left hand attack costs stamina. So and while your right hand attack doesn't. So you cannot spam the left hand attack unless you got stamina and in the build that i played the stamina was really easy to come by so i could just you also saw that in the gameplay like it was super op but um mm. yeah i do like that because you're like immediately looking at this skill and think oh i should use two two-handed weapons because that is what this skill enables me to do but no it's actually maybe smarter to use a spear in one hand and a regular one-handed axe in the left hand because that left hand attack is so good I always like that. Sorry, I cut you off. Oh, no, it's okay. Um, I, I totally agree with you. Like, the... I'm... Yeah, I'm just generally excited to, like, get all of the... That That is interesting, the whole, like, stamina thing. That's the other part, is, like, how these... Because you kind of got to feel how the dual wield uh, felt. And so, it still feels kind of, like, focused on the right-handed weapon mainly as your primary mm -hmm. weapon, even though your left-handed yeah, one is That one can do the same. light and heavy attack, so that's already uh, mm. like a big, big thing. Uh, and the left-handed attack was just one attack, and you could parry with left as well. What's cool is like figuring out how the game will feel if you swap them. Like like you mentioned, putting a shield on the right and, and then yeah. your axe on the left instead, like being able to like uh, be a lot more use your shield a lot more offensively that way could lead to kind of like a fun play style. Oh yeah, for um, sure. For sure. Yeah. And you can like, you have also a skill to quickly swap between both weapons. So to, instead of like having to go to the inventory all the time, you can just have your shield in the left hand for like a tough boss encounter. And then when you're like fighting easier enemies, one hit of the button and you switch both weapons around and you suddenly have your shield in the right hand. Like that's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. What is your I, favorite skill then? My favorite skill, I okay the heavy that, dual. The, wheel, the new ones that I uh, that I showcased, of course. I like the heavy dual one, but I like the counter roll. Oh, like if you if if you haven't seen this, if you're like an audio listener or anything like that, is basically when you there's an opportunity when you parry that you can just roll over the back of the person and be appear behind them. 
Um, yeah. when I'm showcasing it are, in the video version now as well, but it's pretty cool. Like, I thought that that was amazing because, like, you can get so lost, like, in Odyssey. Think about it, your your defensive options are, like, parry, which does, like, a ching and, like, a big spark or, like, dodge. And then dodge, 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 and you, like, get a slowdown. Like, this animation looks so cool. It makes the the fight i think feels so fluid especially in this one clip where you're in the middle you're fighting three guys you roll over someone's back and miss an attack and then re-engage them again like i don't know that one i really like that a lot yeah yeah it's just overall awesome how like we have the abilities so that those are like the the, the things you activate yourself and uh oh did i this isn't an activatable one though, right? No, this no, no. Is this like, just the, yeah. That's what I was pointing. Like, like every skill you unlock in that huge skill line is just something you have if you just happen to be able to use it at the right time, and that's really cool. Mm -hmm. And they're really impactful. So um, yeah. How about you? What? Which one was yours? The dual wield? Yeah, yeah. I, I think that will like. I mean. Mostly in Odyssey, I, I did like the abilities, but I was still like more a fan of just the regular combat. And looking at this skill, it will just change the way. I mean, normally maybe you got your favorite axe already, but now you can have your favorite axe and another axe that you would maybe otherwise not use. Like, what if those uh, yeah. those those skill the, those those weapons? Like we we did not see the perks in action yet, but they will have perks later on. So then you suddenly have like perks of two two-handed weapons active at the same time that's pretty huge mm -hmm. so i think it will change the, one... the gameplay way more than we maybe think at first yeah the other one that i think um will change the gameplay a lot is i i love when they involve like actual things like the battleground bolt where oh, yeah while you're moving around the battlefield you can press y if you're using like a console to just pick up the nearest Descartes discarded weapon and chuck it at someone you're fighting like that's utilizing the environments i'm noticing that they're really trying to lean heavily in the combat system on relying on the environments like and like it seems like the enemies will be working together and you in the environment and maybe your yom's vikings will be working together to try to like fight them so there's a lot of like uh is yeah that's the one i think i was talking yeah where it just says like um, yeah, throw the, the so item text is likely not real, like not correct, but there is like footage yeah. of you like throwing something. Or like the, the fact that you can catch, I I know yeah, it's yeah. not very realistic and people are oh, likely criticized. It looks awesome. Yeah, <laughs> but I think I think it's pretty badass. Like someone chucks a, a javelin or a spear at you and you can, depending on your skill set, you can catch it midair and chuck it right back at them. And that's also or like reactive. Like you have to hit that button yeah. at the same time or at the right time. Yeah, there might be a lot of skill to that. So, mm -hmm. like, um, hopefully, oh, yeah. <laughs> maybe this will be the OP ability. Like, uh, six months from now, we're all just going to be chucking spears at people. <laughs> but yeah, um, we have to have an enemy throwing the spear first. I think the ability yeah. that is actually the most OP um, is the stealth adrenaline. Um, mm -hmm. Like, I was also kind of worried or, like, curious what that was. And I still think that's sort of the, um, uh, like, the, the video that is, like, highlighting this skill. So it says, gain one adrenaline point when you successfully pickpocket an NPC in a restricted area. And what they show is that you, by the way, is that a shield from Odyssey? <laughs> Do you see it now, too? Maybe. It's like it the pen be. pendulonium. Uh, I'm not sure, but... I I, I, yeah. I, I I recognize that shield. Maybe someone in the in the chat knows it. Um, either way, or actually, like that cannot be that that must be done in Origins shield because of course Odyssey did not have shields. But uh, either way, like what you're doing is like you, you're looting the environment and then you get mm -hmm. adrenaline. That's nuts. Well, it says. Uh, the I mean, we'll know more. The The visual video shows you looting just generally inside a restricted area. But it says pickpocket an NPC. I know. So maybe it is but a little... That, I, I'm but not sure if that's looting possible. A, is looting a chest the same yeah. count as the same thing as 
pickpocketing. I, I, I would assume not. I remember that with Odyssey as well. Like you had the sort of stealing, right? With like the, the red dot instead of like the normal dot. You're you're like not like physically pickpocketing an enemy, but you're still like... Uh, this is of course a work in progress build. I'm sure that even the videos that they show will be redone and like the text will get like another iteration. But I still think mm -hmm. that... I haven't seen a pickpocket. Like I've I've been sneaking towards enemies multiple times in the demo and I could never like real really pickpocket them maybe that's something that has to do with the social stealth but then you could think yeah but why do i need adrenaline when i'm like social stealthing well, into an area if you're playing a purely assassin play style i could see the benefit of this because if you think about it, in odyssey if you wanted to sneak your way through the whole game barring not conquest battles that was a real it's a real struggle to gain mm -hmm. adrenaline unless you like uh, there was a couple ways out of combat you could get adrenaline. Like it would automatically trickle, fill up based on like if you had a certain skill set. But like this lets like people who are wanting to clear out like a fortress entirely silent, they can use their assassin adrenaline abilities to like take out the first few guards and then rebuild some and go back out there and finish off the rest of the guards. But um, that's kind of the what I saw it, and I thought that was like a pretty cool yeah, um, yeah. I, concept. I, I'm not really sure what it means, but on the other hand, like, would that be double adrenaline because you're sneaking up to someone like a guard, pickpocket to them, and then you assassinate them, something that will also regenerate adrenaline. So it's kind of double. That is true. That is true. If it if it's not an ability based assassination, you will get adrenaline. Yeah. So. Mm -hmm. I, I'm assuming there's a I'm assuming there's a reason they they came up with this. I, I'm hoping it's not as just as surfacey as like, oh, we just want assassin players to have access to more adrenaline. I'm thinking that that's the case. Um yeah. but maybe maybe there's something more about adrenaline gain that like maybe you mentioned like in the demo that adrenaline was quite like rampant, like you had plenty of it, but maybe that's not the case in the final game. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I wasn't just I using know. a lot of like really abilities. Like I also haven't seen like real assassin abilities like the rush assassinate or the, uh, uh, the, what was it called? Like, like the, 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 the one did. you could use in melee combat. Am uh, I confused? But didn't they confirm like dual assassinations as an ability? No, or no? I don't think am so. I, am I spreading speculation right no, now? No, no, I don't think I they did. Okay. But yeah, just like I'm curious, like there should be abilities that assassin abilities you can use while sneaking around that cost adrenaline. We just haven't seen them yet. So that's kind of. Mm -hmm. um, I want to like kind of link this to the predictions because we of course like to do that at the end of every episode um because a while back and i'm not sure like do, do you have like the 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 excel uh with all the predictions that you can like control f uh small yeah i can uh yes i can pull that up really quick like cool because you made a prediction i think that the smoke bomb would return um and that was way before ubisoft 4s and now I, a skill I found while playing is Assassin's Can Trip. Um, and it says, following a successful parry, quickly press Y to throw a smoke bomb at your feet and disappear. And that's like another thing. Like you unlock this, but then you still have to parry the enemy first and then remember to hit Y to, or like triangle to have this smoke bomb appear. And... Um, mm -hmm. The the it's pretty insane. Like the the range for this is insane. The, like if you have like a whole group there, around you, like there are a ton. There's of no around. way it's like non-consumable. Like there, it has to be a consumable thing. But you're know, right. Man. I just searched the predictions. I, I even spelled it perfectly. It's just smoke bombs will return, and right there we have evidence in front yep. of us. So you got one point already. Uh, I'm still hoping what if for it's the uni cut? Bar. What if it's cut right at launch? <laughs> <This whole. laughs> yeah. Ubisoft, if you're listening, this is like a bad idea to put this in the game. It's like it's super OP. Unlimited smoke bombs? Are you kidding me? Like, what do you think? Like, I can just parry, hit smoke bomb, run away, 
go like it's it's way too op like we don't need this thank you i i i know in your video you mentioned you think it might be like infinite because there's no i like, think there's uh, it's infinite really yeah i'm gonna guess that you have to like have at least three or four on you and then if you try it just the ability won't work unless you have the consumables on you there has to because i'm thinking that you have to maybe even buy bait to fish potentially potentially i don't know i just see them like fish i don't know like having different strengths of bait maybe i'm overthinking into this or making it more complicated but you have to is. remember like in in origins we we had to like have the smoke bomb uh like you could loot it yeah. um yeah but you could like do it you just had to dodge and then press triangle or y um and then it would and then it would like yeah. hit all the enemies this is way harder to pull off. Like you first have to do a parry and then remember to hit Y uh, to have this smoke bomb appear. And it doesn't seem to cause enemies to like fall on the ground. It will just like l let them lose sight so you can move away. If you could then maybe do an assassinate, I can see this being very powerful. But I still think that it will be less powerful than the smoke bomb that we saw in Origins. And the that one in Origins, of course, was consumable. So... I just think this is a cool trick so you can thinking, do if you remember to pull it off. You're thinking of like a an infinite baby smoke bomb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. I I definitely could see that at the same time, like I feel like that'd be a quick thing for people to kind of point out and go, why do I have infinite smoke bombs? And there's no I feel like there there's gonna be some consumables back because they, they they have this health thing and i know you can get health from fishing or picking up mushrooms mm -hmm. or whatever on the ground but there's got to be a way like at your settlement or something or at a town where you go to a butcher and buy like more i don't know saturated health and it like fills it all up so like i feel like there there's a lot of mechanics that kind of point to a consumable system, but at the same time, I could be entirely wrong. And then like, I think they already 17th. also have a lot of like, we have the settlement resources. We have resources for all our gear. I think there are like seven letter and stuff like that. You have the food. Like at some point you just have to say, yeah, we're not doing this anymore. And for origins, they did not have all that stuff. Like sure. We still had some re resources yeah. to upgrade our gear, but there was no settlement. Like the arrows are also like things that we can. Um, I have to look back at my inventory footage because I actually got footage of like the inventory where you see your quest items. Maybe there was like a tap consumable there. I don't. I, I Wait, can't remember so it on the top of my that's head. That's actually interesting. I know this might take us. Like, did you run out of arrows? Oh yeah. Oh, okay. You can run out of arrows. Yeah. <laughs> but you, the, like, you can if... like easily grab them like near bosses they will just be in the ground and i think the the quivers like in the forts are still there and i think just enemies drop them too but you can still run out okay. like in boss fights i totally ran out at some point okay that's good um oh oh whoa 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 we're we're already like them okay i wanted should i move the fact of the week then till next week or not no, I think you should just do it. We'll keep it quick. I won't like. I want to hear your take on it though. Okay, I got reached out by. Uh, I think you say it as Benoit. Uh, he's like a game okay. director on the game, and um, he watched my video on the um, on the world and the power level. And one of the things I said there was. Sure, you have this power level, so that indicates how strong you are. The more power you have, the more em the more damage you deal to enemies, and the more damage they deal to you. I think that's uh, about it. And what I said was, sure, they they don't want level gating content anymore. So levels are a thing of the past. Just like like it will not be like in Odyssey where, damn, I need to be five levels higher than I am right now to continue the main story mission. No. That won't be a thing. And Benoit even went further in saying, and that was something I was like, I'm not sure if they're going to do that, that you can, on paper, from moment one, go to the most challenging uh, region in the game 
and still be successful if you're just really good at the game. So he said that there will be tactics. I'm going to grab the quote right here. Uh, there will be tactics. It was a direction from the beginning that you can still try to take the challenge, but it's really hard. We wanted to make sure that it wasn't impossible. So very skillful players could start being creative and find a way to take out a high level target. That's nice. Cool. So that's good. I mean, it's still kind of like they just changed the system. Like, I, I think that that's really cool. I love that. Like, that's good to hear that you can, like, kind of enter any region. But if you think about it, it's kind of the... I mean, it was a little bit more damage spongy in Odyssey, but it was kind of the same thing. Like, you mm. could go to any region you wanted. They would just show that skull because they were that much stronger than you. But you, if you were clever enough, you could, like, critical, uh, critical assassinate them leave it did like, not do any confused. damage though i think the only thing for odyssey you could say is that you could maybe throw them off a cliff like kick them off a cliff that, yeah, that would be a way to them kill them. And damage them and so like i feel like the power level stuff was just kind of like uh they're like oh like people i don't know i feel like they think that now that it's a power level and not levels that like it's a completely different system but it kind of feels very similar still to me yeah but. yeah we, we just we we just have to see it in action i want to like maybe yeah. there will be a new demo before the release or something i, I want to like try yeah. it like go to a high level region and see what happens but i mm -hmm. i still think like looking at the ability to one hit ko bosses like i think we will be able to use that on any target that will be higher than our assassin damage at that point but that the sort of quick time event will just be way harder, but that you will be able to pull it off. And that, that would already be a huge step up from Odyssey, where in Odyssey, like, you could assassinate someone, you just did not do any damage and they would kill you, like, instantly. It, sure, you could, like, try different things, but I really feel that in Valhalla there, there will be more things, but like you said, it's really hard. We just have a developer saying that from the beginning they wanted to have stuff like that, so, like, in Origins and Odyssey, there was never an idea to have you as a low-level character go to a high-level character and try something out, like, that was just simply something they did not want you to do, or that wasn't possible, and him, yeah. like, going out and saying, dude, this is actually something you can do, it will be very hard, but you are able to do it, yeah. sounds awesome, what, what, what will be interesting, that is true. because, what, I mean, I still agree with you. Like, I'm still not fully, like, convinced that this is the case. But I, I still think it will be way more... Like, there will be way more things possible than we saw in the previous games. But what I think will be awesome, and that's also why the power level is pretty cool. What if you... What if, what if like, one video... I'm, I'm already thinking of videos, of course, is... Sure, this is going to be very hard, but there is a super powerful flail weapon in the most high-level region that you can already go get, because I don't think, like, weapons have a power requirement. I'm not even sure if that's the case. That you could already go to this region, just play smart, sneak around, grab the weapon, and then you already have a weapon that you would otherwise get, like, very late in the game and can already use it. Like, that would be awesome mm -hmm. if something like that was possible. Yeah, I, I, I could see it definitely being kind of like Ghost Recon-ish. And what I mean by that oh, yeah. is that like there was power levels, but a headshot was still a headshot. So if we were to translate that to Valhalla, an assassination is still an assassination. Because that was the one thing about uh, Odyssey higher level characters is you would have to do like 20 critical assassinations <laughs> or more to like kind of mm -hmm. take them out, especially if they were a mercenary. So maybe like that cap is gone that da that damage squish like maybe in hand-to-hand -hand combat it'll be a lot more challenging mm -hmm. but you still will probably be able to like one hit assassinate is kind of what i'm picking up yeah and what, what if you could so like use those smoke bombs like if you pick that skill like r really fast and then just spam those and make your way through a camp or something also a cool thing and that is what what was not in odyssey if you kick someone in the water they will take damage and likely die. And in Odyssey, they would not. So that's another tactic you could actually use in Valhalla. That's pretty cool. Interesting. 
I like that. Should we do our predictions? Are you sticking with yours from yeah. earlier? Yeah, I'm sticking with okay. my. Okay. You want to repeat it hmm? and so, write it down? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna write it down. I think in the first week of release, the uh, one like okay, I'm gonna say a legacy outfit. If you're okay with that, like I'm not like saying it's gonna be Ezio's outfit, but I'm just saying. Yeah. What in the week of release? So starting November seventeenth till the week after that, so November twenty fourth, there will be a okay. legacy outfit that is in the game that you can only get that week via the Ubisoft Club. After that, you don't get it anymore for an incentive for Assassin's Creed fans to immediately get the game. Okay, I think that that's a very ballsy. Uh, prediction and so i'm willing to let you count yom's vikings as well as outfits okay yeah yeah okay so just there will be legacy content for one week exclusive starting from the launch of the game yeah i'll I'll, i'm okay with that thanks cool (laughs) no problem (laughs) (laughs) one step closer to the item pack that you're gonna give me although you are one zero one already (laughs) Um, my prediction is that settlement buildings will give you passive bonuses like stamina regen. So like, for example, like if you upgrade the hunter building, maybe it'll give you a passive of like 10 plus 10 damage to your bow or something like that. I think that settlements will have passive bonuses. Is that, do I need to be a little bit more specific? No, no, no. I get what you mean, but... I think, like, so, for example, what we saw in previous games was, like, that that was, like, a basic income that you would, like, get. Um, I think it's silver in this game, right? Um, Something, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's the currency. Like, does that count? Or is it really, like, a, a stamina thing? I mean, I get, would, would like, like, resource income count as a passive bonus. I guess I could focus it on combat passive bonuses versus, like, uh, economic passive bonuses. Because the economic passive bonuses seem, like, a lot more likely than the yeah, combat yeah, one. Sure. Okay, there's, so you're sticking to cam- combat. Maybe, like, put that sure, in. Sure, I'll do passive combat. combat bonuses. Cool. Okay, I think we got uh, yeah, we got some cool ones there. Um, yeah, we we I don't think we've touched on questions like uh, for last few episodes. I really thought we would come. <laughs> we had some time for that, but yeah, you know how it goes. Of course, if you have questions, you can send them over to assassinscast.com or you can of course tune in to our live stream and ask them in a minute when we go into the post show. Just if you got any predictions for the Ubisoft Ford event uh, in September, what you think they will show for Valhalla, send that in. Because I think next week would be fun to do a prediction episode. And uh, if you got some predictions, send them over to assassinscast.com. And I've always said it, I think at one point, maybe near the launch of the game or during launch, we want to like focus on member-specific questions. But for now, uh, questions are open for everyone. And you can, of course, leave reviews. Maybe ask a question there, as some sneaky people already did. So if you go to Apple Podcasts, leave us a five-star review. It would really help us out. And again, if you go the extra mile, become a member of the channel by going to the YouTube channel, Raptor, hit the join button. Then for $2 per month, you get the video version on a Saturday with the post show. And of course, also the audio. And uh, otherwise, if you go like for the Raptor subscription for $5 per month, you get the video version two days early. So you already get to listen to it on a Thursday. I actually did a ton of like video things over the uh, the, the stream this time. So I think it's more fun to watch this time. But I, I mostly think that people will be listening to it anyways. But yeah, the video version, $5 per month, two days early access and the post show. And you also get the audio done two days early, ex- uh, early access. So it's a nice perk nice. For if you support. Jordan, where can people find you before we head into the post show? You can always find me at It's Jordan Does, or if you want to have a wonderful conversation, or if you have other questions, feel free to reach out to me on Discord. Go to ac-builds.com/discord or builds.ac/discord. Shout out to all the wonderful mods and friends in that Discord. Come join us. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. 
Do it. Do it. Uh, I think uh, there, there's like a Gamescom show now. I don't think we will see any Ubisoft stuff. So it's really going to be Ubisoft Forge. And I think next week we will have more info on that. So totally tune in uh-huh. then. Every Saturday, the Valhalla podcast, Assassin's Cast, goes live. So I hope to uh, yeah see you there. And uh, see you next week then. Goodbye. Bye-bye.